0: Haley and I'm Amanda and, and we're Haley, Haley and Amanda. Amanda and you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Call us lazy or creative.
1: You are ding 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 ding. You're correct. Yes. One nothing. Absolutely zilch. Zero. Zipola. I haven't
0: said <laughs> zilch in a moment. <laughs> okay, but it's time for our pledge. I, I do pledge. Oh, honestly. I pledge my allegiance mm-hmm. to you Woo! any
2: day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America, and rarely in public is where we stand.
0: One friendship under God, indivisible.
1: Live, Purdy,
0: and <laughs> just us for all.
1: I got distracted I, every time we say Live, Purdy. Yeah, you can't be a real person it's too funny to me it's hideous it's so funny it's hideous and it's so funny to me that we actually put our hands over our hearts like we're at school I don't yeah I don't know why I do that every time but because it's real yeah and I would like to make a flag
0: I so don't know <laughs> how far we can take this without being
1: cultish cru- yeah All right.
0: well today is
1: really I mean I am so excited to share this interview today. Y'all, it's what we need and we didn't even know it. Maybe we knew it. But anyways, you're getting it. You're getting all of it. Gross. (laughs) Sometimes Amanda shouts. I'm sorry. But listen, we have Kelly Wiley. And she is a really special woman. She has an unbelievable story, which she will tell to you um, in the interview. And she is doing so much with her work and her life. And her joy and inspiration is just explosive. She has a nonprofit
0: called 2000 Roses. And guys, I want you to learn about this. And then at the end, she talks about the best ways to support Uh, 2,000 Roses, but it's essentially about women coming out of incarceration and getting them back into normalcy and and into a life that is
1: better than what they had before they went in. Right, and learning about themselves and uh, being their best selves, which is honestly why we started this podcast, to figure out how we can continue to be the best version of ourselves and how we can affect the world in the best way possible. Yep. And she has a store called the Rose Garden here in Oak
0: Cliff and all those proceeds, all of this goes to 2000 Roses where she is a mentor. She helps these women with entrepreneurship, all of these different facets. So truly we have a phenomenal guest today who will brings a lot of insight. I, you and I like had to hold back tears a few times.
1: Yeah. Um, but Don't forget to listen all the way through, not just for um, Kelly's wisdom, but also because we realized, again, we did not um, play the theme song. Yeah. Maris is really, he's driving me crazy. Is that why he's not working on it? Because he's driving me crazy? No, because you're... You're putting the pressure on? Yeah, well, he just, he's a perfectionist. It's never
0: good enough. So, again, we had to play our own song from our band. Not ready, because it's, again, not not ready. ready. So, guys, stay tuned at the end. He says it's ready this week. We're going to debut it at the end of this episode. But for now, let's get into our interview with Miss Kelly Wiley. Well, today (laughs) we have our really great friend and special guest, Kelly
1: Wiley. Hello. Yay. Here she is. Hi. We have her on a Zoom call because of the times. Yes. Um, welcome to the show, Kelly.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So,
0: Kelly, the first we were talking about this yesterday about how we met you or know
1: you. I don't know if you remember this, but when it was
0: you, when you were at your first location that we were aware of on tyler and davis
1: yes yeah.
2: and uh um,
1: and <gasps> actually i forgot about that too yeah you played the guitar at her shop yeah but the yeah. very first time amanda and i with our moms we yeah. stumbled into your shop uh the rose garden and there was this vintage couch in there and uh-huh. Haley was like, I'm about to move into my
0: first apartment in this house. Oh, no, why?
2: This. <laughs> That's right.
1: Amanda and I were in there testing it out, sitting on it, laying on it, had a <laughs> good old conversation on it. And so... I bought my very first couch for my very oh my first God. apartment at the Rose Garden. I love Leo.
2: it. I love it. I love it. Yes. And Haley
1: bought this really cool
0: beanie that you made, and she wore it oh, yes. every day. Do
2: you the crocheted that? one. The crocheted one.
1: That's right. Yes. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, you were very specific. You were very specific. I needed like uh,
1: well, because listen, I saw you wearing it, and you always look so fashionable. And I just thought if I put it on my head, I'd look as cool.
2: I think I told you the one that I had on my head. Yes, I think you
1: so. did. Yes, but I did. Was
2: definitely did.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I didn't. I didn't look as cool as you.
2: Oh please! You know you have your own sense of style. Well, yes. so
1: that was our first encounter with
0: you and your store, which now is called Two Thousand Roses, correct?
2: No, it's still it's still Rose Garden Remake. The store is still the same name, but our Two Thousand Roses Foundation—that's where we started. That name came in the beginning.
1: Okay, okay. We're the housing and all that. that. Yeah. So, why don't just to clear everything up and also to share with our listeners, tell us a little bit about the story. You can share your story if you want to. um, And then where 2000 Roses came from in the shop. Just give us a little storytelling,
2: a little history. Okay. Time with Kelly. Some time with me. Well, my story is oh my God, it's a long one. But uh, single, being a single parent and just, you know, always thinking the need for this or that and the other, it was just, it seemed to me, I thought it was a stressful, a hard life. But when I look back over it and I look back over the things that I've done and, and the people that I've, I mean, just my life itself compared to others. It was a piece of cake, and I just don't complain anymore, <laughs> yeah. so I go through I go through just all the things that I've gone through. I think it was all a part of um, of just learning to get to the point of what I'm doing today because I've always helped in another kind of way. I've always had a room in my inn for you know, people to come in and live if they needed it. I've always been that girl, but I always had very, very limited restrictions on, hey, you've got a month, you've got a this, you, I need you out of here, get yourself together real quick. Mm-hmm. And me going through something, I went through, you know, I thought it was traumatic. At the time, it was traumatic. You know, a prison sentence behind some, a boyfriend that um, somebody I had just met, and it just happened so fast where it I wound up in jail and finding a case that had nothing to do with me. Oh so in the middle of all that, I realized I didn't do that. But in my life, I had done a lot of different things that I could have been going to jail for. So with that... I learned a lot about the people that were there and it was it was I saw a lot of stuff that I needed to see, you know, just to kind of open up your eyes because you do things in life and you really you're doing them, but you're really not being the most helpful. So when after that experience I started, uh, I knew the need was how safe housing for women so we found this little house i came out got home you know fought case, did all that got home and um, i wanted to help so i found a house and i said well this house is going to be for people women that are re-entering into the community and 2000 roses was that that's that baby we started that in 1999 And um, roses came from all of the different kinds of roses and the phases that women go through, the thorns to the beauty to the everything they go through is, I mean, that's we go through that development. Sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's a bud. Sometimes you're, you're beautiful. And it just depends on what stage you're in is, you know, what you get. But you have to learn from all of that and, um, but we started there with the house and that was good because they needed a safe place where people weren't taking advantage of them. Hmm. And that was my whole concept was have a safe haven for women. So when we started that, we did that. And then we said, oh my God, they need so much more than that. They need resources and, and help to train. And do you need to get cut in? So, I mean, there was just a lot of other things that they needed. So that's where the store came in because the funding, I mean, basically we're self-funded. And I mean, so we had to make what we had to make it happen and all of the experiences that everybody has. I mean, we use those to make money. We used it to make money when they were out in the streets and when they were doing all this other stuff. And I was like, why can't we have a business and teach them entrepreneurship in a legal way? So that's where the store came in.
0: That, I mean that's incredible and I well first of all you know I'm a florist I'm a floral designer and oh
2: so you know
0: I love the whole concept behind the name I think that that is spectacular because it is and and even before we bloom like roses are still beautiful before they bloom and and all the different stages so that gave me goosebumps I I love that um so you're your story is so powerful and what you're doing is so important and especially right now, right? We really want to highlight this because people are talking about the, the justice system and Mm -hmm. the prison system and things like that. And, um, you are, what you've done is you experienced that you came out of it and you said, I want to help these women get back into life outside of prison. Yeah. And so through those hard moments that you went through when you were in prison and going through all that yourself, how did you maintain, because you, I mean, you exude joy from the moment we met you every time I've ever encountered you, Mm -hmm. the word that I could attach to is joy. So how did you maintain that during those hard times and where does it come from for you?
2: Well, maintaining well the joy in the beginning of course it was not joyous it was scary and but I've always been a woman I mean because I took I was a single parent so I and I've always had to take care of myself I've always had to figure it out because I left home young so I mean and I've always had to provide for my kid and myself so I didn't have anybody I tell people I couldn't go and bat my eyes at anybody and say hey I need you to take care of me I wasn't a pretty girl. So I had to Nothing work. Happened. I had to work. We'll see. Now people see the beauty in, you know, all things. Back then, it was back in the day, you were like, okay, if you're not this color or long hair or whatever, I would just be like, okay, well, y'all don't even see me. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we see you now and you're a girl. Good to look at <laughs> My like, no, like, no. So, but no, going through it, it was an eye opening experience because literally, I mean, I think I walked around in a fog. So if it didn't have anything to do with me, it just, you know, it wasn't, if it didn't have to do with what I was doing, it was not important. Going through this phase of seeing all of this, I mean, I saw people that were from my community. I saw people that were in my neighborhood na- that lived in my neighborhood. I didn't even pay attention. So I didn't know that there was prostitution or, you know, burglaries going on right in my neighborhood because I wasn't paying attention. When I was there, I went, I saw these women and I was like, oh, you live on my street? Oh, really? who well, well, I mean, what are you doing? And so it was just, it was an edu- it, I think that time was for me, it was like me and in my interviews in the jail cell and in the prison house. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have gone through that, You know, and at the time, just in the beginning, it was like, okay, this is for real. So once I realized it was for real, I had to wake up and say, okay, you got to get this stuff straightened out. So it just kind of seemed like it was my, I always looked at it as my school, my schooling, because I, I mean, I was always, I would always go to school to learn just what I needed to learn in business so I can take my business to the next level. I took some business courses, I took some design courses, but I never wanted to go to school for four years to finish. You know, I just didn't have that kind of time, nor the luxury. Mm-hmm. Right. So the prison time was, it was my time for schooling to learn about people and to learn about this system that I always hated. So, I mean, I, it was in 1990, I think it was 91 or something. And, um, I it was mean, it was in just, Dallas, yes, in Dallas. So, and it was an education that, so I've always had to, this attitude where you can take even though it's bad, how are you going to respond to it? Mm -hmm. So I chose even because my attitude, even when I went in there, everybody from the guards to the people, they always, they were like, why are you here? You don't seem like that person, which no, I'm not that person, but I needed to learn all the ins and the outs. And that's what I feel like that experience was for me. So I can literally come in and say, now that I'm helping, now that I'm doing this program, I understand. So when you come to me and tell me, well, they don't do this or they don't do that. I know exactly what they do because I've been through it, you know? Right. So you can't necessarily come to me and say, oh, well, I don't get this. I can't get that. Because, of course, when they look at me and they're like, oh, she's a, she's a square. She doesn't know. So, but the, all that education, <laughs> it has helped me a lot in this life. So now I get to use it. So, I mean, it's it just, I think the, the attitude was who I was already. I was, right. I mean, the fact that I was strong enough to go through that. And, but I think that was just because my upbringing, so, I mean, I had no choice because I had to I had to do what I had to do.
0: Right. And it's so interesting cuz Haley and I we were talking about we were getting ready for our interview with you and we mm-hmm. were talking about joy cuz it is so difficult to kind of it's a word that we use and we think we know what it means but when you have to <laughs> like conceptualize it and put it in words, it's very elusive really hard so we were talking about it and what it came down to for us and it's funny that you said what you just said was that it is a choice and it's choosing the point of view you're going to take on life are you going to look at the glass half empty or are you going to look at it as an opportunity you know and so that you just said that it, 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 it I'm not saying that we're right, but it just shows that that is how you felt, too. You approached something yeah. that it was bad. Going to prison is yeah. scary. Yeah. It's not it a good scary. thing.
2: Yeah.
0: But but you decided to make it a learning experience. You looked yeah. at it differently. So you said it was because of your upbringing. What, what did you mean by that?
2: Well, because... I was the only girl. So, I mean, I had two brothers. So literally my mom went to college. She was the first in many things. My dad was, he was an entrepreneur. So he kind of worked and tried to do his thing. But I was taking care of my brothers and I was taking care, you know, making sure we ate and making sure we did just, it was just the mother. I think it was that mothering or that, you know, responsibility feeling that I've always, even at six, I started someone at six. So I was always this little girl that was a little wrong person. I always, I mean, I would see I would seri- I'm serious. I would I'm totally I, shocked. Mean, I, I, was, I, mean, <laughs> I would be worried about stuff. And my mom would say, I mean, why are you worried about that? Why are you why are you thinking about that? you know, at, at 10. So I would just be this old, I was this old spirit. You that, were born Benjamin Button. You, oh my God. <laughs> okay. So am I deep? Okay. I'm going back. I'm going younger then. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's
1: why you look so fresh right now. I'm telling so you. So, fresh.
2: <laughs> so, but no, with that experience, I mean, you have to, you, with joy, I mean, people think it's an outer thing and I'm always telling people, it's not about the things that you have is not about you know your external and your material things it is how you are on the inside how do you feel about and once you get that material things are not that important anymore so I mean you have to learn to I mean I tell people all the time especially in this climate you have to go within for the things that you need because I mean so me growing up that was another thing you know as far as someone saying hey you know pat on the back saying, oh, you're wonderful. You're the greatest, all that kind of stuff. That was not something that I got a lot of back in that era. So, I mean, you had to, if if I was going to get it, I had to tell myself, you are worthy. You are, you know, better. You are, you can do this. You can. So those are some of the things that I took while i was there even though i was there fighting my case i'm steady say you're i mean the inmates i'm giving them pep talks and you know motivation and you can do this and so i mean you know for me to even live that life that's just who i was oh so, i love
1: that I, I i i just mean to i'm i'm emotional honestly i know can't. <laughs> and it's like the the universe or god or whatever you want to call it knew that you were the person who could do that
2: for that could, season that's right
1: yep that that you could go through something like that that could have broken someone yeah. but you had yeah. something inside of you you became the teacher yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Even there, because I remember tell talking to, I mean, inmates and the and the guards because they would be so mean. It was like, okay, your your job is to tear down everybody that walks through the door, and I would tell them, I was like, that's not how you build people up, you know. <laughs> and remember when you leave this place and these people get out. They'll remember your face. They're going to remember you. So how you treat people, you know. And I learned that how you you treat people like you want to be treated, no matter what the situation is, no matter where you meet them, wherever you are. And if you do that, if you treat people like you want to be treated, nine times out of ten, your life is going to be good. You know.
0: Right. Well, and isn't it supposed to be a correctional facility? So how are you going to build, right. make people correct them, build them up correct. when you're always tearing them tearing down? The
2: well, I'm thinking their philosophy is tear down all the negative and all the bad stuff and then we'll rebuild them back up. Right. but that was never, there was never any rehabilitation. There was never, there was no rehabilitation. For me, it was a time for me to go to school and, you know, cause I'm there, I have a choice. I'm, there was lots of things to do, good things, but there was also lots of non things to do. You can lay around on your bunk all day or either you can go to El Centro College because they're here for an hour a day. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go to college. i play <laughs> racquetball. I was doing <laughs> I was doing I was keeping fit. I was doing all kinds That's of stuff. That's <laughs> incredible. My mom, to, my mom used to come in and she would visit and she said, sounds like you've been at the spa or something. Oh my God. <laughs> Not taking quite. Taking advantage. Well, taking advantage, yeah, of the good stuff mm-hmm
1: so when when you got out what what was the next step
2: oh my god how did Thank you god. feel when
1: when you got out
2: did you still well, have you know that? did I still have what
1: that that sense of joy and purpose and like motivation
2: well the motivation but I was angry at the system and I was I mean you know I really was angry because looking at the whole case and how I had to fight it and get a new attorney. And if you don't know these things going in, you don't know how screwed you can be. And most people don't know about the legal system unless they're dealing with it all the time. So, I mean, as far as the attorneys, you can't, you don't know who to trust and if they're going to do what they're supposed to do, they lie and it's all about the money. So they go on and on. They just drag it on. It's just a system. I mean, from the beginning to the end, it's a it's a horrible system so it's um I mean when I got home, it you was were like, probably weary it, well, it was starting all over, so you're weary about the legal system the law the law, the police the everybody because everybody that was involved in this I mean it was a the friend that got me in this trouble I mean it was a setup that This guy didn't even have drugs, but he got 99 years. So for them selling him bricks, I mean, literal, literal, like concrete bricks. That was supposed to be the drugs. So, I mean, so for somebody to get that kind of time for, you know, for that, it's like, how does that, even though I'm trying to fight my case, but I can't even understand that. How do you get 99 years for not no drug? you know it was like this is crazy so literally i was upset with the system i was really angry with the law i was i mean with police because i saw what how they could be and how illegal it could be and then i really just you know one day i just i had to just let that go and say you know how are you going to live this life this is you're going to be angry Or what are you going to do? Because, I mean, before I would look at, you know, I'd look at the legal system and I'd say, "Eh." and now I work with the legal system. Now I work with the police. Now I work with the lawyers. I work with the judges. So, I mean, in the beginning, though, when we, when I first got home, starting all over is scary because I was some, 31 years old, 32 years old, starting all over so I just, you know, that's a scary thing, but I had family. So my family said, Hey, we're going to help you. We're going to do this. And I mean, with that, it made it a little easier, but I mean, they said, we got you for six months. So what you do after six months, <laughs> that's on you. And that sounds like what I used to do.
0: <laughs> it well, was and, no- the- and so many people don't even have that.
2: That's I know it. So, you know, that was like, hello, okay, six months, you're going to pay rent. <laughs> so, but when that six month, the fifth month came, I mean, I got a job. I did, I never had a problem with jobs. I never wanted a job because I always kind of worked for myself. But starting all over, I was like, I don't want to do custom anything. I don't want those clients because I knew most of them were fast paced and doing different things. So I just, that was the time where I said, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be involved in that life at all. Cause if this is what it gets me and I'm not even there, then you, you just can't live that life knowing what people, who, who they are and think that you will have no consequences and that just kind of showed me, yeah, there are consequences whether or not you are doing it or not. You can't turn your head and say, you know, turn a blind eye and just allow people to be who they are if that's not who you are. So it starting over was uh, it was hard. And like I said, that I saw that end of it, too. We I worked you know, did cosmetology school because of my mom, you know, she says, why don't you go and do hair? And you can make a lot of money. (laughs) It was like, whatever. so it sounded good. And I went to it and did it. And I was like, I hate hair. (laughs) I <laughs> just touched her really <laughs> short hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was something that I did, and it made me money. But I was like, "Honey, I will not be standing behind the chair for the rest of my life. I, I'm not. I'm not loving I'm it not like that. that. No. For? So, but yeah, just no, going through all of those phases. Wow, that was that was um, a whole nother thing. So when I decided then I got a good job at um, Steward Enterprise, I started selling cemetery property (laughs) because my friend over there was making a whole bunch of money. (laughs) She was selling live plot land for your cemetery so that i was a very joyful job right? yeah, well, see, and you know when people would say that and they say oh no what are you stressed out thought of death all day like, really the thing, no 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 because i didn't do death part of it i dealt with the live people and i Who saw thinking you about death yeah, no, 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 no. I. <laughs> they land for no, when I'm... they die. Yes. And, and, it was edu- <laughs> and I was educating them on why they need to take care of their own stuff before death occurs. So it was so educational. I loved it. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Wow. You could love anything then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so with that after the after doing that for like five years I mean I so I not used to tell people if I can sell dead folks property I can sell anything I heard that <laughs> so after that I still I said let's get a place because that was about five years out and um, I wanted I just I mean the calling it was just like you've got to do this and uh, it was right timing so but even that job was a, a way for me to qualify, you know, because if I would have right. just done my business, I wouldn't qualify. So that salary and that income that came in, it was it allowed me to qualify for that home that we bought. So, I mean, everything that mm-hmm. has happened has happened strategically and it was bigger than me. I I wouldn't have been able to put it all together really.
1: Well, <sighs> Oh my gosh i i love that we're gonna take a short break from our interview with kelly wiley so that we can hear a word from our sponsors this week it's mismatch
0: are you tired of having to swipe left and right to find your perfect match
2: <laughs>
0: i'm mismatch and i'm here to help you find your perfect match go from mismatch to misses Match. Let me help you find your perfect match today. My new app, Miss Match. All I need is three strikes and you're lit for a lifetime of happiness. Download Miss Match today. Miss Match does not guarantee a match right away, but we will send you a box of matches. Wow,
1: Haley, uh, that mismatch service sounds amazing, but also a little confusing. Yeah, I'm not sure if she finds you a match like a lover or (laughs) if she makes you a pyro. Yeah,
0: like she makes you fall in love with matches. That's what I got from it. Well, you know what? Let's try it. I mean, I'm married, but (laughs) you're... No, don't try it. (laughs) You're not, so why don't you give mismatch a try? I'll try it. 2000 roses you kind of talked on it um and you're helping these women transition and Mm -hmm. you're giving them a place sometimes to live sometimes it's just a learning environment so where what we want to ask you first is how do you as yourself as kelly how do you continue to move forward and into becoming your best self
2: Mm -hmm. even now good Question. Well, now, okay, so before COVID, I mean, I was praying about the change before COVID. I tell people before COVID, after COVID. <laughs> so, but I was praying for, you know, what I wanted to do next. So, you know, because I've done the, when we started the store, that was, I, I never imagined it would be, you know, 19 years later, we're still doing retail, or 2000 Roses at Rose Garden Remake. I just, I never even imagined it. But it was great because it's good training. People can come in, they can learn, they can learn how to display, they can learn how to make things, they can learn a lot because there's just so much to do. So but uh, for me I know my what I'm most happy with is my creative self. I just my brain is I'm talking like I said I've I've since 6, but my brain does it thinks of futuristic things. So back when I was, you know, 20 and 30, I was making leather and skins and stuff for athletes and entertainers. So that was so long, that was way before it became now it's, it's like, okay, we need something different. So when I've all, when I look back over my life, I think of all the things that we were first in, you know, back in the day where people kind of looked at me like, where'd she get that from? Where'd that idea come from? (laughs) And that's like all these little nuggets that God just says, okay, okay, I can go to sleep and wake up or in the shower or something and wake up. And it's just, it's another idea. So literally I have to have my little book of ideas because there is a nugget, a gold nugget in that book. So before all of this COVID, I was praying for, I'm, I'm tired of doing this. I don't want to, because my time is, is, even with now with the volunteers and all the people that we work with at the store, it's draining, you know, so, and because it's like babysitting grownups. So, and even though that's, I'm good at it and I can motivate you and encourage you to be your best self. And I think that's part of who I am. So I mean, it's like that I will die doing that. You know, I I I don't think I could say oh, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to sit in the office. But I've been praying, but I've and been now asking. now you want
1: to go to cosmopology school. Oh
2: no, 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 definitely not.
1: All right. Cosmopology <laughs> She definitely said cosmopology. And let's and, and I wanna make an apology. <laughs> that's when you apologize. About uh, messing up the cosmetology word.
2: Oh, Phil, yes, yes, yes. Because cosmetologists, they will look at you and be like... "Eh." So, but no, that was, I was asking God, what is next? And so literally I've been kind of training people to come in and do their vendor, do boots. So they can kind of run the store and let me get back to my creative side. Nice. So, and that's kind of what I wanted to do that. I mean, that brings me joy in being able to use my brain and explore and create new things before it's needed.
0: Right. I love that. And oh, go ahead, sorry.
1: I was just going to say, we keep talking about this book that we love so much. It's called "A Simpler Way." It's by uh-huh. Margaret Wheatley, and we have just been obsessed with this idea that we don't, like, arrive to your best self. You know, it's like you're constantly
2: Doing blooming
1: it. and, and yeah, becoming yeah. something and that leads to something else. And it's been so evident in your story and how yeah, you've been yeah. talking to us about your story that you are just case and point that it's just always what's what's the next thing? What is the what's new the thing dropping thing? in my in my mind? Who else can I be? What yeah. what's the true things about me that really resonate that I wanna still become and pursue and like this thing went wrong i'm gonna use it
0: for good i'm gonna move myself even further so the the next question we have is how do you help these other women that come to you in this program how do you help them do the same how do you help them become the better version of themselves
2: yeah we well first of all I, I tell them and I don't accept no excuses. It's uh, because most people have excuses for why they can't be or why they can't do or why they you know whatever. So we try to eliminate those excuses and say it is you know start with that. No excuses. Don't make you know, for what happened to me and woe with me and all that. And let's just get busy. Let's do, let's learn whatever it is you're trying to get. Or because they'll tell me, you know, well, I don't know anything. I don't have any hobbies. Cause that's one of the first things I do is ask them, you know, what are some of the things that you've done or that you love or that you've explored or that you've tried, even though they were out there crazy, either on drugs, prostituting, whatever they were doing, nobody probably encouraged them to, you know, let's get a hobby. I mean, I'm always trying to show them about 10 hobbies because one might not work. And then this next one, you might love it. I mean, some of, most women today, I mean, don't know how to sew. And that is something that no matter what you can always make a living. So it's like even just teaching the basics. So they come in and they learn a lot of different things i mean i'm teaching them how to work tools and how to build you know with recyclable stuff because i look at it and our life you know we are recyclable so i mean the stuff that i mean most most of the clients that i have they are throwaways somebody has cast them away and said hey we don't love you no more we don't want oh my you gosh here. kelly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean it's so it's, it's my thing is We've got to build you up. And with that, sometimes it's draining, but it's just the joy, the, you know, just doing it. It's like, because it's so natural, you just have to continue to do it no matter whether or not they go astray and they never come back. Or you know, and that used to really, really just break my heart because I'd be like, "Oh my God, why did they leave me?" You know, <laughs> they don't want to do better. And then my psychiatrist, psychiatrist, <laughs> she says, "Honey, what is wrong with you? You can't, you can't keep letting them affect you like that. Why?" And actually, talking to a psychologist, the psych, every anybody, count- they will ask you, why does it affect you so? And see, I wanted it more than they did. Hmm. Once we realize it's not even about you, it's yeah. about them. Your purpose is, you're not the, I mean, you, not, you will never get the praises on the back. You're just supposed to plant the seed. So as long as you keep planting seeds, you know, it's they might not get it until 20 years from now. That's right. So you can't wait there and think that you're going to reap the rewards of something that you're sowing right now. You just know that it's going to be done. And I mean, that, that right there just, it, it keeps me going, just do my part. That was one of the things I had to learn early on, you know, it's not about me. And once you get, past the part of, you know, well, I need them to respond this way or that way. Well, it ain't you. So everybody responds to things, to situations totally different all I can do is just impart the little piece that I'm supposed to do and realize that it's a bigger piece of the puzzle. You're not the whole puzzle. You're just right. a little piece over here. So just do your part and let that, let the watering begin. So, Thank I mean, you. and that's just how I had to do it.
0: So I, much I think learn. that's so important for people to hear right now, because sometimes you don't think you're doing enough, yeah. but when you are doing your part and you yes. are doing the work inside yourself or you are being the best version of yourself oh, in yourself. your life, yeah. you don't know who you're affecting, Exactly what how that interaction with you went for them, uh, the positive vibe you left with a person, the joy you brought in a moment. You don't know the power of it. Haley and I—we've um, also were teachers, and mm-hmm. you—it's—it's it's amazing. You, I, I won't have students. I teach ninth grade. I won't have wow. students that you know. I had this one girl. She she told me, "You're the worst teacher I've ever had," and I just hate being in your class. And I oh. cried that night.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah. I cried because it yeah. hurt my feelings so deeply because I, I give so much to those kids. And then yeah. I've run into her now. Last year, I ran into her and she said, Miss Page, mm-hmm. you were the most impactful teacher that I yeah. had because you talked straight to me. And and she, yeah. to this day, she still contacts me about, she wants to tell me what she's doing, she wants yeah. me to see your yeah. progress. But in that moment, I felt like a failure.
2: Yeah. Right? Well, see, okay. once you, once you, once you get past the part of, and I tell people this all the time, you know, don't take ourselves so serious. Don't take ourselves Don't take everything so personal, mm-hmm. because that per, what you never know what that person just experienced right, right, before, right before they it. encountered you. Right. Yeah. Right before you. So if you don't take it personal, you will allow yourself to, I mean, cause I used to, I mean, it would have me crying every time I'd encounter one of my, one of my clients, one of my girls, it'd be like, Oh my God, they won't do this. Oh, why not? It, it was just so, it was so depressing. Yeah. So once I got it clear in my mind that, don't take it so personal. Don't take every experience personally then you can do what you need to be doing because you have stepped out of the realm. And then I think I was expecting, so I was ex, I was expecting them to be a certain way and to think a certain way and everybody is totally different. So if you realize like she came back to you a year later and said, you know, how impactful you were, she was taking out something, which, I mean, we are those people. We are the ones that you're going to yes. take it out on me because I am here, right. nobody else is listening to you. That's right. Yeah. Right. So at least you have somebody that's listening, and you're gonna feel it. But at that moment, it's like, oh, okay, get your get your get your feelings off your shoulders, honey. That's what I tell my girls.
1: <laughs> I think it's it's so. This is so good to hear, even just for my own self. That you know you're going to plant a seed. Mm -hmm. no matter what no matter what you can plant a good seed or you can plant a bad bad one one. and the outcome isn't in our control which is what I'm hearing you say but it is our job and our work to make sure that we are being the best versions of ourselves to plant this seed so that whatever happens with all the people that we come in contact through all these different stages of our lives Yeah. We are making sure to the best of our ability that the seed we plant is good.
2: Yes, yes. And I'm that's literally a, that's I Oh,
1: <laughs> <up. No. laughs> Kelly, what have you that's done to neat. us? This is supposed to be yeah. funny.
2: No! Oh what no! 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 Joke. She said. No, <laughs> she said. <laughs> she says. Where's the joke at? <laughs> well, and see, for me, for me not to be a jokester, I'm laughing all the time. I Love it. I just, it makes me I just think life. Well, you know. So you can either be laughing or you can be crying. So which one? I mean, if you take yourself so serious and you're walking around life and you know, you're missing out on the good parts and you're missing out on all the good that there is in the world. Even in the midst of all of this, it's like, you know, I I thought this morning, I was like, okay, so we're rioting, we're protesting, we're doing all that stuff. And I was like, and somebody asked me, are you out there uh, protesting? I was like, hell no. (laughs) I've I've done all that when I was 20 and 30. I'm so for sure. No, I've lived through that life of protesting back in the day before. I mean, it's, it's time for the young uns to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, and I understand exactly how you're feeling because, you know, I've had those feelings as a young girl. So now to see it still going, I can't stay in that place because right. life is too depressing. You have to, you have to, you know, you have to look at it you know for what is good what good is going to come out of all of this that is
0: that is the most like I hope if anyone listening takes away anything from Kelly and her story it's that you are a hundred percent the example of taking anything that comes along in life Mm -hmm. and making it good
2: yeah making it good
0: even if it's good coming in or bad coming in
1: yeah
2: oh yeah you got it. You have to accept it all because that's just life. You know, you can't control it on, Oh no, all I want is the good. <laughs> so, and you have to be open enough to know that take that bad stuff and you learn from it. So you can either repeat that. I, from t- probably my grandmother used to tell me, you can either do this class more than once, you know, by failing so that means you have, you'll have to repeat all that bad stuff and all that negative stuff, or you can learn from that class. And you can do that class one time.
1: Kelly, I think I know what your next uh, phase of life is. It's counseling. Mm. And I've thought, <laughs> I've, thought, I've, th-
2: I've thought about that. I've thought You're about that. I've thought about, you know, especially right now, going through this, this time, this period, because, I mean, it's like reset. And I thought about doing some online something for counseling. I think you would be phenomenal. Thank you for
1: sharing your wisdom with us and your story with us. We want, we want our listeners and ourselves to, can you tell us more about if people want to support 2000, um, roses, how they can, what's the best way to do that?
2: um they can support by either going online actually 2000 www2000 rosesorg because we are a 501c3 um, they can donate on that they there's a donate button on there they can go straight on there it'll go to PayPal or either they can come and support us at the store at Rose Garden remake or they can go on the shop site there there's um, lots of things we're doing even when we when we when we first, had to close our doors. Well, of course, since I'd been asking, you know, I want a major project. I want something. I don't want to just do custom. I don't want one thing here, one thing there. So that's when the mask mass was, like, real popular. You had to have a mask on. This was before it had to be. So we have our masks online also. And, I mean, we went from opening the doors, selling regular stuff, to back to the sewing. And I mean, well, I'd say last year, I invested in the sewing machine and the industrial serger. So, I mean, it was, I mean, all these things were, it's coming in into play and it's like, it's divine timing. And to be able to go from opening the door to going right into full production mode, making masks, I just never would have thought it. <laughs> so I just, you know, you look at it, and most people would say, Oh, this is such a horrible time. I could not even say how much fun I was having. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pandemic and I was like, I am, and just the fact that I'm in here, I don't, I'm not babysitting, and I am in this world in 10,000 square feet all by myself with my machine creating and doing my thing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm living my my best life. She's living her best life.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, we're living is- our
0: best life just talking to you. You're putting <laughs> us in a great mood. Oh my so God. So,
2: yeah. there. <laughs> I miss y'all being here. I we have to come see you
1: soon. And yeah, we'll
2: you got to see me. Yes. And um, we're
0: definitely going to post everything about how people can donate, support, come come oh yeah. see you because we just, we love what you're doing and, and, We just think you're special and what you're doing is so important.
1: And the world has a lot to learn from you, baby. Thank you. Folks, that was Miss Kelly Wiley. I've got to tell you, I think that that is what the world needed to hear right now and what I needed to hear. What I needed to hear, yeah. (laughs) And I feel challenged. I feel joyful. I feel inspired. And I hope that all of you listening do too. I hope that this episode makes you want to go out there and be the best you and plant the good seed every time. I, I feel that way. I'm so excited to promote Kelly and to just share her uh, energy all over. Please follow us so you can follow her, donate to her, help her do her work. That's so important.
0: But for now... Thank you for listening and tune in next week for Annette, another special guest. And thanks for listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast.
1: Live per day.
2: <laughs>